Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. We forget a light, Alice. No, just a camera, but it didn't affect anything. It's fine. You know what's weird? What's weird? How, as a one big hive mind, how we pivot as a society, polite society, so quickly. Mm-hmm. So quickly. Two years ago. Wear a mask, social distance, I wear it. For you, we're wearing masks. We're doing drive-by graduations, socially distance. Uh, plexiglass, say predators, you can't be shut down for a couple of weeks. Can't shut down, can't open up, shut down. Get your vaccine, get another vaccine, another vaccine, another vaccine, another mm-hmm. vaccine. You, and you won't get COVID, but now you will get COVID. Everybody has COVID. So, oh, we, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, it's we need, finally, we're having a racial um, reckoning. Thing, racial reckoning. Right, exactly. And... Black Lives Matter, and a couple, couple years ago, of course, it was Me Too, and anything. I had idiot friends I went to high school with suddenly saying, "I'm." by the way, I'm sorry, I played the field in, in my 20s, and I feel bad about that. Any ladies who I was in, shut up. It's like we go so far into these things and commit, and really, it's all just performative, you know? Look, look at me. I've come yeah. to a realization, too. It's I'm just sorry the about thing that. we're into that week. Yeah, and I, remember that was that guy who apologized for... Having passed out with somebody when they were eighteen years old, and and they were both plastered drunk, and like he, they were both taking turns being asleep, and he like apologized to her for continuing the sex that they had been having. And certain, do you remember this? No, we had to. You, anyway, it was like a really great borderline, like really two drunk people middle of the night kind of thing. But he wanted to show that he was upset. Still, mm-hmm. it's like you know, in life. Not everything's a narrative. Not everything has to be. Sometimes, sometimes you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old. Sometimes, what are you doing? I want to adjust your camera. What do you, which way do you want it? Well, just earlier when we were testing, you were leaning more that way. Okay. And now you you're lean leaning more this more way? Th- yeah. Like this? Yeah. How's that? Is that better? 
Yeah, that's better. Okay. Thank you. Sometimes you you're young and you're hooking up and you're just both really drunk and out of your minds and you lose sight control of your most of how you usually are etc and wake up and barely remember and it don't feel good about something that's happened the night before that doesn't mean there has to be a can somebody get a beer for Elsie? I'll get it, it. <laughs> I'll get See, it. When, it when I'm not everything camera, has I'll to be it. not everything has to be a cathartic experience which includes a confessional etc not everything has to be you know what that was a seminal moment in my life no it was just a night when you were 19 and effed up and maybe you're embarrassed about it. You know, maybe you're embarrassed because you hooked up with a guy you didn't want to. Or maybe if you're a guy, you're embarrassed you hooked up with a girl you didn't want to. Or you cheated on your girlfriend. Not everything has to be stamped in time as, oh, this is a moment of reckoning. A moment of reckoning. My goodness. We right. And it doesn't have to be important culturally about anything. Right. Not everything has to be. And But, but now, now it has to be. With social media, it has to be. So now everybody has to have... The Ukraine uh, avatar, the Ukraine flag, some of them are more wispy. I've seen a couple in the one town over that is like a very faded version. But you know we're thinking about you still, Ukraine. <laughs> we're thinking about you. And it's just because these this thing gets goes over the transom of medium to small-brained people. And they think, wow, something new and amazing. It is new and amazing, right? And now they're telling me, so yeah, this is new and amazing. But doesn't it make you wonder about like everything that happens? Because it, our brains apparently are so easily just manipulated and shaped well, yes. into something totally new. Like, doesn't it make you just wonder about everything that you think? Like, is anything that we think real or is it all just like weird social contagion and and group think? Well, like, it's, but but it, it, it was not really like this before social media. With social media, now you see, wait a second, somebody has a blue and yellow flag in their avatar. But there were social panics usually before have that. A blue, like, blue and yellow flag. Why do they have you blue and yellow flag? But there were social oh, panics before that. Oh, I see. Wait a second. That. So there's a thing with Ukraine and Russia. Okay, who's the good guy? All right. And okay, now who are the people that my side likes? Okay, that's right. And why are the other people a-holes? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm ready to go. Here comes my avatar change to ding. Look at mine. Hey, everybody. Now just wait for some thumbs up for my Ukraine flag. I mean, it, there may have been social contagions before in, in movements. Yeah, I mean, there were like bank runs and there were witchcraft panics and there was like the the great, there were multiple yeah, but a bank, great awakenings a, a bank where run, people Alice, were like, is, uh, is a pragmatic event. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where the bank doesn't necessarily run out of money unless everybody does the bank run at the same time, you know? It's well, like, right, but also, but that's different because you, it, you don't want to be the one who should have run the bank when the bank folds. Right. I mean, so, but don't you think that's like this too? Like people don't want to be the one who's left out of the social. Don't you think it's like a similar mental phenomenon? Yeah, I don't, not as a bank run, because a bank run, you're actually literally, excuse the pun, invested. Well, yeah, in, but in now banks. with social media, don't you think you're invested? Because people will ruin you if you put up the wrong avatar or well, you don't put up the right avatar or you don't do. I mean, like people get 
look at uh, Emma Watson did the Black Lives Matter thing and like did it wrong and got criticized for that. Like, or you know, people get canceled if they make the wrong joke or take the wrong side in something, and there's no forgiveness on social media. So you, it's almost like it. It is almost like a bank run, but you're you're going you're saving your social credit instead of your money because. Yes, but, but when you go online and you discover, okay, I'm going to be on this side of this issue and the other side is bad, and I'm going to you know grab my social media rifle and take a shot at somebody, then you're making the game a lethal game. I mean, it's part of this whole thing. Yeah, but isn't that how it works? It's a mob. It's a mob mentality. Right, but it's this. It's so sudden. Well, yeah. yeah last week we were all really faster, dis- Last sure. week we were really all decent people. This week. We're allowed to go and hate certain people now. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, tonight, 42 minutes ago, Boston Marathon organizers will not allow runners from Russia or Belarus to compete in the event on April 18th, one of the most prestigious distance running events in the world because of the war in Ukraine. Nope. You, you, you people, you and you, you type of people can't run for 26 miles in America. <laughs> Because the Soviet Russian Putin government is mean, you now can't. You people are lesser than in this country now. You're lesser than. Your particular backstory, does that matter? No. 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 It is it is game on to hate Russians in Belarusians. It's game on. Now you can't you can't run on the Boston Marathon. The Boston Marathon has to make a statement. You don't get to run on this one. Were the Iraqis allowed to run? During the Iraq war? Yeah, I'm sure they were. Were Afghans allowed to run? I'm sure they were. I mean, is our stated enemy of the day not allowed to run? I guess not. Will there be any Chinese? Did Trump ever ban Chinese people from running in any of I don't know. But, but this quickly now. Okay, what is your mindset on things? I like, I, I like uh, meatball subs. I like broccoli rob. And I hate Russians. That's all it took. That's all it took. It's so crazy. It, and, and also, it's stupid. The Russians are going to get crushed as well as the Belarusians, as well as as, as well as the Belarusians. They're going to be behind a sea of uh, people from Africa who are going to win the race. So why not just we'll let them run and let them lose? Because the Kenyans are going to win. My money's on a Kenyan this year, and you know I don't know if that's racist to say that. <laughs> I think maybe. Why is it? But Kenyans do really know. well. I know. Okay, my money's not on the Kenyan because that is. <laughs> I truly. Ex- you take it back. I yes, I expect a. You know what? You know who's going to win? Who? Ukrainian. I bet. I Ukrainian's going to win. The Russians are going to lose anyway badly. Just let them run. What? So, so that's the the marathon. Deals and transactions with runners mm-hmm. through the streets of Massachusetts, and so they've need not apply to Russians. They they've they've um, excommunicated the Russians. Mm-hmm. So what is my, my my interaction with the Russians supposed to be like? Do I cold cock them? Is it an fu? How bad do I hate the person? Well, I assume if you have a business, you have to refuse to serve right. them, right? You can't eat here. Sorry about that. You have to not eat anywhere and will die in the street. I'm actually surprised that it's even legal to say, like, Russians can't compete. Like, isn't there, so are, isn't uh, ethnicity a protected class? I thought it was. I thought, like, country of origin was a protected class. 
Oh, oh, right. Maybe I because thought, they're saying Russians from I'm Russia, told, so I'm, it's like... I'm told by all the progressives that I know that the real tragedy of 9-11 was all the targeting of Muslims that happened, which right, of course didn't right. happen. But yeah. still, and so that was bad. It's bad to ever target people, ever target people. You know, that was that was such anti-Muslim racism that ha- was Don't happening. Don't you remember after the marathon bombing, a bunch, somebody even, it was like a big publication wrote and had an editorial that was like, please don't be a Muslim. Right. <laughs> but, but so, so like we, half the country was called haters and bad and terrible for not wanting the Burlington Coat Factory in Midtown Manhattan to turn into, or Lower Manhattan, whatever that is, turn into a mosque because it was near the old trade center because that was bad now absolutely hating russians and not letting them do anything anywhere is absolutely fine right i mean i can understand having trouble or having a problem with russian soldiers i guess but some dude who spent the last year or in russia who knows how long or some russian doctor working in america who knows right Right, nope. there's a lot of Russians that are more persecuted by Putin than anybody. Right. I don't think the marathon runners are the problem, you know? Right. But anyway, it's just so it's so crazy. And all the really good people who really consider themselves and look in the mirror every day and say, I'm, I'm really decent, I really am. Well, yeah, it certainly makes you totally understand how, first of all, how this country put Japanese people in camps during World War II. It definitely, sure damn it does. definitely makes that seem totally within the realm of possibilities. But I mean, on a on a certainly different scale, it makes you see how things like the Holocaust can happen too. Absolutely, oh, to- totally. Because there is like a mass psychosis that happens apparently, where people just immediately all go to to like that's completely deserved. Right. I mentioned the other day there were some videos, probably of dubious origin. It unclear. I mean of. But supposedly of Ukrainians um, shooting Russian prisoners of war in the news. And what was interesting to me was not so much... I mean, like, I don't know whether the videos are real or not or when and where they're from and who's doing what in them. So I, I don't have a way to verify that. But what was interesting to me was amongst, you know, all the comments, there's a bunch of people saying, like, is this real? I don't know. Um, but then there were also a bunch of people in the comments going, yeah, I totally understand that. Deserved. If your country were being being invaded, what would you do? Like, completely ignoring the fact that there's, like, laws of war and ways you're supposed to treat prisoners of war that don't involve shooting them in the knees and that that's, like, not allowed. And, right. You know, th- there were a bunch of American people in the comments who were totally willing to say that that was like a perfectly acceptable way to treat prisoners of war. And if it was real, no big deal, because that's completely normal, which tells you how far the psychosis has gone. And it tells you, too, that when, for example, the left brands people in this country enemies of democracy and tells you how dangerous they are, that that kind of rhetoric is is really, you know, moving to a different line because... If they think it's fine to do it this to Russians this week because of Ukraine, if they believe next week that you're a threat to democracy, they'll think doing that is fine to you too. Of course. Well, and that's why that's why you push back against this marathon because there's a I bet bunch of that at least half of the people, maybe even more, are are seeing this Boston Marathon thing. Boston Marathon is a really, really wonderful and unifying goodwill event. 
It's oh, really yeah. so full of positivity. I cry at it every streets, time. It's wonderful if you ever go down there to Copley mm-hmm. Square. It's one. It's so with such the a, people it's, cheering and ringing it's cowbells. So it's so positive. The line. It's so wonderfully positive. But to then infuse this, it's right. you're like you're weaponizing the Boston Marathon. But it's to so, them, it, it's, but to people who believe that the action of rejecting Russian people also falls into that category of goodwill and good feeling because that's doing something that's hashtag stand up for Ukraine but here's the thing if you see this mm-hmm. the marathon says no Russians can't do it which is uh, by the way a little last minute too <laughs> I know um, are you returning it, there if you team? see this and you're really not that comfortable with it it doesn't sit well with you, even though you're you've got the Ukraine avatar and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But you say, "Wait a second, this doesn't seem right." I know some Russians who are running the marathon, and I do. This doesn't seem right. If you see this and don't say anything, don't push back at all. When will you push back? Because this would be a relatively easy pushback. So the problem in the lessons from one of the lessons from the Holocaust is take on the issues while they're small. Don't wait till they are scary. You know, this isn't um, this isn't shutting down a brown shirt convention. By that time, it's too late. Right. You know, you want to start stamping and pushing back or out debating the thought when it's still small, when it's in the larvae stage. Exactly. You know, but but if you're scared of something on this level. Right. If you can't stand up to that kind of pressure, how are you going to stand up to right. the SS when they come knocking to ask you where the, right. where the people are hidden that they're looking and for? And You're like not going to stand up to those people if you can't stand up to the Boston Marathon organizers. Right. And like you have these chances. And um, and a couple of years ago, when the Black Lives Matter, everybody in suburbs went and ran into the middle of towns because because Black Lives Matter, and so they felt guilty because mm-hmm. they didn't really know why but everybody else was doing it. it seemed like the right. sophisticated suburban thing to do i mean you didn't push back against that you didn't even you were so afraid then to not go there and be part of that stuff right that you've memorialized you're you're doing it just for for insurance reasons you know don't burn <laughs> this house we're cool whatever and and Set that in stone. Meanwhile, the the whole organization is exposed as a global real estate sham outfit. Right. So, like, what did you do? What did you? What did you? How do you feel now? Or we just we're on to the next thing. Yeah, That's we're it. on to the next thing. Nobody even most people like I don't think even realize that the people Hold who on. participated brief, brief, in brief intro. That is the neighbors uh, asking for their son. I think a lot of the people who participated in the Black Lives Matter thing because it was everywhere and people were texting them, telling them to show up and raise their fists in the air or whatever, they don't even follow it enough to know that now Black Lives Matter has been exposed as a total grift and nobody's in charge of the millions of dollars anymore and nobody's been keeping track of where any of it went, you know, except that a bunch of the people who founded it now have multi-million dollar houses and are not affiliated with the organization anymore. And But how would you know that if you're like an average person? Like, we read a lot of Twitter because we're sick in the head and terminally mentally ill enough to look at Twitter all the time, right? So we see a lot of these news stories and we read a lot of this stuff and think about it and talk about it. But 
you know, the average person barely knows like who the president is at any given time. And, you know, if people are telling them show up to this Black Lives Matter march because like cops are killing black people in the streets, then they'll show up for that. And and then that's that's it. That's like then the thing is gone. Right. Then they're on to being vaccinated and then they're on to standing up for Ukraine and then they're on to the next thing. right? Right. Like, right. They don't they're not like they're not reading up on what's happening every single day and following up on where my Black Lives Matter donation went two years ago or what's going on with the <laughs> Me Too movement now. Like, when was the last time you heard an average regular person mention Me Too? Yeah. Never. It hasn't come no. up. It was all over the place. Everybody was Me Too this and Me Too that and sharing their Me Too stories on social media and all this stuff. And then, like, poof, gone. Like, nobody followed up. Nobody talks about Me Too anymore. Nobody says anything about it. It There's no, like, time was up and then it wasn't up. And then that was it. And Louis C.K.'s winning stuff again. And nothing was, like, permanent. Everything's all unraveled. None of that was real it was just an illusion which it's funny that that so much stuff that seems so important in the moment isn't real and i think people Mm -hmm. should maybe take that to heart when they're like posting things do you remember how during the trump election people were posting things about how like their dad was dying and their final (laughs) act was to make sure that they made them promise like not to vote for trump or something stupid like and it was like all stuff like that do you remember those stories like of course of course and it's incredible to me that when somebody's dying, which is like such a profound, like it's the realest of real events that can happen in your life, right? Like when somebody close to you dies, that like the thing that's on your mind is like posting about Trump. Like that just, I can't believe none of this stuff is real. And I'm embarrassed sometimes that we have a podcast where we talk about this stuff because it's not real. And sometimes I think we're just contributing to the general like Uh social media mental illness that's happening in our country right now. But I also like, I just, I can't imagine like we talk about this stuff because it's fun and interesting, but I can't imagine like caring about it to the point where if like my relative was dying, I would find the time to post about Trump or something or about Biden. Like, would you? Mm-hmm. Would that be your thing? Like, no, it you don't be like my thing. Joe Biden. No. But if somebody died, would that be your first thing to like no, go post had, something about I had, Biden? I Their dying wish me. was that everybody vote against yeah. Biden. Like, no one. Why would you Alex, ever do I that? All this call stuff me, is fake. I had people call me after the election and ask if I was okay. The Trump had lost. It's like, yeah, of course. Let bother me? Like, what do you think? I mean, first of all, I'm in the media business, so I mean, I, I can't be, you know, gonna be upset. The other, the Democrat one, I can't believe it. Well, I mean, Jesus. I'm upset in some way. Like our country is being destroyed. I, I get like, you, but like I'm emotionally, pleased, but the yeah. election. I, and I tear off angrily, angrily my "I voted" sticker. Who's all for not? Why? All right, Alice, we've been hate crimed. More, more specifically, I've been hate crimed. Why well, have you been hate crimed? This has happened just 20 minutes ago. Dave Cullinane has posted a piece of audio. Cullinane of the Kirk Minahan show. Mm-hmm. He says Shattuck should be doing the podcast, but at least give Alice Shattuck top billing because he is long gone. Chris Clemmer then retweeted it, saying Tom Shattuck defense is almost as bizarre as the Howie Carr show. Wait, what happened? I was just saying what happened. I'm confused. 
Tom Shattuck should be on the podcast. Okay, Dave Colin tweeted, Tom Shattuck okay. should keep doing the podcast, but at least give Alice Shattuck top billing because he is long gone. Why are you long gone? Well, I don't know yet. We're going to hear. Okay. Chris Clemmer retweeted it and said, this Tom Shattuck defense is almost as bar- bizarre as the Howie Carr show hangup. So just so you know, I had Howie Carr on my radio show today. Okay, I heard you say that you were going to have him on this I morning. had Howie Carr on radio okay. today, but we just talked politics. Okay. Because it's the WTIC show, and it was the... the They're the, not Kirk Minahan listeners, necessarily. Right, uh, uh, not necessarily. And also, for the mo- majority of listeners, they'd be like, like huh? But the, the topic was, it, it gave me the idea for the topic was just GOP people who are have thrown in the towel, have turned coat, essentially, okay. or have um, made a transaction that's probably not in their best interest. And so being how he talked about it for a while in terms of his in, uh, talk with uh, Sununu. Sununu, and uh, then we brought it nationally, then more locally, too. And he had some very interesting things to say. He had, he, he, you know what, it was interesting. Um Hello? Yeah, I'm just uh, looking at what audio clip they it was posted. I didn't see it. Um, because Howie, um, Howie said, mentioned that, and I said, is it okay for people to run in blue states like Bob Stefanowski and Charlie Baker run as moderates because they have to do that to win so people don't think they're mean? And it was interesting. He said something really interesting. He said, I don't mind if somebody's a moderate. I'm fine with moderates. But don't go and run off of the momentum that hardworking conservatives brought to the situation and then stabbed them in the back. And what he meant for Massachusetts was... The tank, the gas Exactly, and that Charlie used that to win, and then he stuck it to those people. And that's pretty damn valid, and that's one of the reasons why Charlie, how he was pissed off at him. All right, okay, so do you want to hear... This is Dave Cullinane posted this thing. I haven't heard it yet. Okay, it's part of our podcast, apparently. Shattuck... Should keep doing the podcast, but at least give Alice Shattuck top billing because he is long gone. Okay. How he's so good. He is so crap. I thought he, he, on the, his on the podcast was fantastic. So wait, if I did that to you, if you if the Kirk Minahan show called you out of the blue mm-hmm. and started asking you about something, and I said, get off the phone, get off the phone, what are you doing talking to them? Get off the phone. Would you do it? Uh, no. No, I would not do it. But but you're also not if you were the person who was uh spearheading the Tom Shattuck money making bonanza and had programming reasons, etc., and a whole business plan and I was uh, freelancing in in floating away from it, I would certainly give it some thought. It also could be, it also, Alice, could be this. It also could be mm-hmm. that, that Howie gave her the sign. Like bail me out? I don't you think he ever needs bailing out. Trouble? I don't think he ever needs bailing out because he's not a, he's not a wuss. But he might have had things to do. And, and uh, you know, but I mean, it's not, if it was, that was great acting by her. That was so interesting. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness oh, i'm not sure i totally understand why you're long gone uh hold on 
You're now tweeting back. Mm-hmm. So, but there's follow-up to this story, too, because you were telling me, I don't think either of us has had time to listen to KMS today, but you were telling me that... Um, oh, okay. I don't know if that's cool to okay. say. Uh, yes, I guess you could say it. It's been so, on social but media. There's uh, people saying on social media that Kathy Carr talked to Kirk Minahan, I guess. No, didn't. Said, no. Didn't uh, talk no, to apparently, Kirk Apparently, from what I've seen from social media, a lawyer may have... Reached comes, out. Exactly. Okay. That's what I, but, but I don't know anything about it. Okay. So we have to then see what that's about, because there's some kind of update about that. So apparently... But Kirk Minahan did say live to tape on the thing, so... I mean, oh, I don't know pretty, what it is. I don't know what it is. But, so I don't know what it is either. But yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say anything right now because this will be used against me. <laughs> <laughs> why? So why are you long gone? Um, I think he was suggesting that I was uh, that I was dead because I sold how? out or something like that. Yes. Okay. All right. So I remember. I remind me. I have to tweet back at Clemmer too. I got to get him back too. I just got Dave. Back. <laughs> okay. Clemmer's my. On my hit list now. Find some dirt, Alice. All right. Eight, what do I have to do? Oh, why, no, no. why do I have to be dragged into this? Because you are the brains of the operation. All right. Though this is, I just found this Twitter of TikTok of Twitter thing. That's just more like this is a trans guy. This is a guy. I mean, a guy who thinks he's a girl. And just I love this idea of this. If this is not going to be the demise of this crazy fad. Um, appropriating women, then I don't know what is. But here's some dude um, who's named is I don't even know, who is a who is dressed like a woman, and he's got something a message for you, Alice, and all of your female friends. Cis women, please blind react to this. Don't worry, this isn't a oh, gotcha. No, he's a I cis. Just want... cis women, please blind react to this. Don't worry, this isn't a gotcha. I just want you to see something. A finger down for every statement that you can relate to or have ever related to. A lot of clothes in normal shopping centers don't fit me. My pockets are super small. I feel like I have to maintain a level of femininity to be accepted. I feel like I have to maintain a certain body type to be accepted. I get shamed when I express any sort of sexual desire. I feel like I can't get angry without being judged for it. I feel like I'm not taken seriously in the workplace. I've been spoken down to at work in ways that my male peers haven't been. I'm concerned about how my hormone levels are affecting my general health, especially my reproductive health. I have cried to a Taylor Swift song. If you put any fingers down, that means you can relate to the problems of trans feminine people. We're not so different, you and I. Your liberation is my liberation and vice versa. We're in this together. Cis women, please bless. There you go. We're in it together. He's, it's the same thing. He's been through everything you've been through. Huh. It's the same thing. What's different? Have you cried to a Taylor Swift song? I bet you have. <laughs> I have. That's true. There you go. So guys can cry to Taylor Swift songs too. Well, what makes him not a woman as you are? Uh, the lack of ovaries, among other things. His body can never produce large gametes. There's a stink bug behind you. Don't tell me things like that. I don't want to know. Well, I disagree, Alice. I think that you should learn to have a little... I think that uh, it is it is interesting because it is, you know, having dudes be women is one potential way to achieve equality, right? Like, you know, th there was like some article recently about like, will women ever close like the 
gap in running times because there had been like in the past women's times were decreasing faster than men's times. So some people predicted that like women's times would get as good as men's times in running. And like, I guess having men run as women would be one way to have the quote women's times. That's right. Catch up to the men's times. Equality achieved. Achievement unlocked. That's right? exactly right. You know, or like if you if you are concerned by the fact that, you know, that more men go to prison for like rape then like having men say they're women could definitely like even out some of that inequality that's happening. Right. That's right. Can I move along to the next thing? Sure. Um, and this is just a moment that is, I find kind of cool. This is Joni Ernst in a talking to a Biden nominee for whatever. And it's not brilliantly done, but I want to see more of this done. Miss Gear, as you stated in your written testimony, Ernst, Republican, you believe speaking. one reason you should be confirmed to serve in the TVA, the Tennessee Valley, is because of your ability to, quote, build relationships and work together, end quote. Is that correct? Thank you, Senator. Yes, that is correct. And you believe civility is a fundamental aspect of your role on the Tennessee Valley Board, if confirmed? I absolutely do, Senator. Yes, and thank you for answering those questions honestly, and I think it appears to be a recent sentiment. If you'll take a look at the tweet that we also found, that's me with darker hair, much shorter, in 2015. So you can see that um, Beth uh, Gear tweeted out at Fox News and at Senator Joni Ernst, hideous. Can you explain that tweet? I can't read it. I apologize. That's not a way of getting out of answering the question. But what I just read it to you. Well, you I, I heard that. Sorry. But what was the <laughs> quote? The quote is, the new Republican Congress also understands how difficult these past six years have been from my State of the Union response. And well, I apologize if I offended you, and I appreciate your bringing it to my attention. And I do, in fact, believe that civility uh, is key. And I'm sorry that I did not demonstrate that in your uh, opinion with that. So, Ms. Gear. So... That is as perfect an answer if you can give if you're Miss Gear because you you have to eat bleep a little bit there. Yeah, but this is an interesting thing: tweeting at somebody, calling somebody hideous, and then seven years later being in front of that person and at the mercy of that person. Isn't there something really good about that? And it could happen to me too. I was you know I think that I got in a Twitter fight with Ben Shapiro. Uh, years ago, and there's no doubt that, and I've pitched this show to him. Yeah. You know, so there's no doubt. If he just quickly said, you know what? If just, he searched. Just for, and obviously, Joni Ernst has young staffers who are who know how to do this. Right. You know? Right. I mean, Trump is famous for that, too, obviously. Like, he's done a lot of that. For example, um, you pathetically applied to be at the White House, like, 15 times when the Trump White House was yes. hiring. I thought I was in the first time. And I thought I was in. My goodness. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, but you had very early on in the Trump days, like, criticized him. And mm -hmm. even when you had tried to get him for interviews a few months after that, uh, they had said, like, no, thank you. He's not available. And then, like, tweeted the link 
or mm-hmm. like put pasted in the link to your Hope article. Yeah. Hope Hicks did to mm-hmm. you, like just to let you know in kind of a snarky way, like why you're not getting the interview, why he's not available on your schedule. And and it did come out after the fact that like they did absolutely search tweets and search names for oh, everyone yeah. when they were hiring. Like they were yeah. big, they were big into that because like that was one of Trump's big things is like not to hire anybody who probably smart, ever whoever actually. criticized him. Well, right because then. You know, like there's rumors that Steve Schmidt from the Lincoln Project tried to go work for the Trump mm-hmm. campaign too, and you know, people like that. Like you're gonna get weasels who are just, you know, any kind of grifter. Like Tom Shattuck wants to be, but nobody will let him. Be. Well, I was so thrilled. I was so I was so hoping to get into that White House because I figured that like this this might be the White House, and not to be not to be. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to to because Trump has only been good to me and and the trump boys and um and um lara and uh tanya what's the girl's name ivanka ivanka right uh they've only been good to me in mm-hmm. when my time at the herald they were really good etc but i did think that this is this is really probably the only white house possibly foolish enough to actually <laughs> actually hire me i assumed that i wouldn't last a year and i'd be indicted and then you know be, <laughs> be sent stealing, up somewhere and, and yeah stealing candlesticks Wh- whatever just screwing up something that i wouldn't wasn't supposed to but it never did happen poor me that was my one shot alice now i'm gonna have to if i ever want to go to the white house i want to i just wanted to be have a key pass and like a an office somewhere in there it doesn't matter would have been fantastic. By the way, I'm also available for the Biden administration, the Harris administration, <laughs> the Buttigieg administration, any other administration. You want to absorb me into the White House? I am ready, and I will change my principles in a moment's notice, <laughs> Miss President Biden. My regards to Dr. Jill, by the way. How cool would that be? How cool would that be? To work for Joe Biden? To work for any White House. Like, like I should not be this close to the most powerful people in the world. <laughs> well, that's like, probably why you won't. Although a lot of idiots are, so. Thank you, Els. <laughs> um, so, is that what I was talking about? Oh, yeah, the, the journey, journey Ernst thing. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. There have been times um, when I my tweeting has not been so good. Believe it or not, Alice, as well. I thought I was going to say something else. Did I not? I've been thinking about going to like an auto delete for my tweets. Oh, really? A lot of people do it. Just like auto delete everything more than like a week or a month old. Here's a Texas teacher goes into a rant on how Trump is racist and how CRT doesn't exist in a lecture that is supposed to be about the chronology of Nazi laws. Ready for it? Mm-hmm. Sure, we're going to have to clean it up. Don't teach CRT. We don't teach CRT. CRT is something you teach in law school, but we will talk about injustice we'll talk about yeah white people should feel guilty for some of the things for a texas teacher he sure sounds canadian that they have done in the past that doesn't mean you need to feel guilty when we talk about the rights of individuals there are people on our school board that don't want to hear that wait i'm still going to say it why did the aclu the american civil liberties union say uh, you can't do that you can't strip them of their rights because they're the American Civil Liberties Union and you have to protect people's civil liberties. Well, yeah, because that's the first step toward a Holocaust, really. Ooh. Am I saying Hitler's Trump? No, I'm not. I'm saying that's why the, the why the ACLU said, no, you can't you can't strip them of citizenship. To prevent Trump from becoming Hitler. Because it snowballs so quickly. It really does. Why would he do that? 
Because the guys are effing racist? What was the thought process? Because he's a racist? What thought process? There's no thought process. The guys are really racist. Do not go to college. Can you imagine? Like a total racist signs into law the biggest criminal justice reform law, federal law in uh, you know four decades. Total racist suddenly wants to release young black prisoners. But whatever, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter anymore. It's all BS. <sighs> I'm sorry for that. I'm so nasally even more than usual. So are you sick or what? On What's wrong with you? Yeah, I have like a head cold. Just a little bit one. Oh. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not sick. I usually get sick before you because I'm around the kids more. Yeah, well, you know, it's just one of those things. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Javing. Colleen has a little time in his hands tonight. I can tell you that. My. I, I, am, I am being uh, my good name. It's being dragged through the mud. Oh, no. And he's now using racist memes. What happened? You, you My substack today is one? about um, Jada Pinkett Smith. And okay. Her, her, at least one of the lovers, is now coming out with a... Who was a friend of her son's, who she met when he was 23. He's coming out with a uh, tell-all book about his sexual experiences with her. Which is great. And she explained <sighs> that she was in a really tough place emotionally at that time. And that she couldn't uh, resolve it. So there you go. So she got to be with Will Smith, be married to him, get all that prestige. Then she got to sleep with the young guy and feel beautiful again. And then she got to claim victim hero status. And at no point does she have to admit that she's a craven, awful, dark person who now is going to have a book written about her and her, how she was in the sack for her kids oh. and grandkids to read forever because she was so Terrible. freaking selfish. So sh- selfish. Terrible. It's embarrassing. And I just, oh, I think a lot of the sensitivity, honestly, I mean, I don't know Will Smith personally, obviously, but I think a lot of the sensitivity that fell into what happened at the Oscars uh, is related to the his wife sleeping with other people thing. Because, I, I mean, like, it has to affect you mentally, right? Yes. I can't imagine that it doesn't cause insecurities. And I don't know how, like, everybody's so willing to defend polyamorous relationships, <laughs> right? But, uh, you know, well, if it's all, if everybody's consenting. But, like, somebody always wants it more than the other person. Somebody's always the one who's being polyamorous and the other person's just secretly hoping that the other person becomes unpolyamorous, right? Like, it's never the case that both people are equally into being polyamorous. And it's unfortunate because it causes people to act crazy. I mean, I don't know. The older I get, the more that I think, like, maybe there's a reason why generally people do, like, one relationship and they get along better that way. Yes. Maybe monogamy is a thing for a reason. Like, psychologically for people, that's, like, what we can best handle. And if not, perhaps broadcasting to the world that you are giving yourself physically over to other men who have not made a lifelong commitment to you is not a healthy thing for the husband victim. 
Right. Or for anyone's Mm self-esteem. I mean, like, I think for her sensitivities, too, obviously, about getting joked about, too, it's not going well either. You know, it it doesn't seem to me like yeah, either but she's, of them. But and then she's for her to go out, about it. And then for her to go out there and say like, "Oh, I wish Will hadn't gone in physical." Like, <laughs> what exactly did you want? Like, what happened? Yeah, that's the the, the, the one of the few men she wishes hadn't gone in physical. Anyway, all right, Alice, let's call it a night, shall we? Homie, this is the first so. time. I guess so. I guess we're done for the I evening. I have to fight Chris Clemmer now. Why do you have to fight? I'm at a theater me- near me. I've I got wish a whole. You wouldn't get physical. Honey. I've had a full. I've got a, a whole new list of enemies now. Cullinane, Clemmer. Wait, no, no. This is this is. They are not allowed to uh, run in the Boston Marathon now. As far as I'm concerned, mm. they are personas non gratas. You ever notice how I don't have enemies lists? I have enemies lists. <laughs> now I have to find a way to hurt. What is? Where's Clemmer's? By the way, Chris Clemmer hosts the At A Theater Near Me podcast where Alice Shattuck was a guest, uh-huh. where he blew her off, by the way, stood her up, let the record show. Let the record That's show. That's true. That's I right. Yeah. Um, uh, we need to find some ammo on him, Alice, so I can What's pack a good Twitter ammo? punch. It's very important here at 49 years old <laughs> that I that I pack a good Twitter fu- punch right. so I can feel good about myself on social okay. media for the evening. All right, guys. Uh, sayonara. Sorry about my Speaking nose. Speaking of things that aren't real, uh, you can see Tom's pretend world Twitter fight. Uh, he is at Tom Shattuck on Twitter. The show is The Burn Barrel Pod. I'm not giving you my Twitter handle uh, because I don't want to be involved, but you can probably figure it out if you try. We're also at Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast, BurnBarrelPodcast.com. You can email us, BurnBarrelPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can find us on YouTube and Rumble and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. We should probably mention that oh, you. Oh shoot! I, oh, you stop. Okay, this is just stopped. audio. Then okay. that's okay. We should probably mention that you really got the broadcast bug from doing radio yesterday. Oh, I did enjoy being on the radio. Yes. If anyone wants to give me a radio show, you just have to pay me a lot of money to do it because right. I can't replace my job otherwise. But the Alishatic, interesting. I think something happened. There was a spark yesterday. I liked it. I did like it. I enjoyed it a, quite a bit. The world is watching. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.